So write down everything you want to do. Also write down everything you want to learn in this lifetime. So it's not just the stuff. It's everything you want to do, be, or have. So write down everything you want to learn. You want to learn a foreign language? Write it down. You want to write a book? Write it down. You want to learn a multifamily? For God's sakes, come spend a couple days with me. Whatever it is, write that down. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Five Talents Podcast. I'm your host, Abel Pacheco. I interview the top commercial real estate investors and industry experts so you can learn from their experiences. So if you're an investor, a high W-2 earner or real estate or tech sales professional that wants to invest in real estate without having to manage properties or leave your day job, then this podcast is for you. Or if you're already investing in real estate, but you're doing it part-time and you wanna become a full-time multifamily or full-time commercial real estate investor, this podcast is for you too. You're gonna learn a ton. You will learn from real life multifamily investors and other professionals in the industry. They're gonna share their blueprints for success and I'm super excited that you're here. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, hello. This is Abel Pacheco, your host for the Five Talents Podcast. We are super excited today to have one of those esteemed guests on our show today, Mr. Rod Cleef. Rod, thank you for joining. Oh, thanks for having me, brother. This is a lot of fun. I love your energy. What is Five Talents, though? Forgive me. I should know what yeah, that means, but what does it mean? You're totally okay. It's our, our parable of the Five Talents, Matthew 25 and 14. So thanks for asking because that's... Uh, it's kind of the basis of our, our really our business was found on. I want to I want to take five talents and double them, make make them ten. And uh, it is a good parable about uh, really putting your time, talents, efforts, energy, and making the best of those resources. So it's a, love it's it. a great one. Yeah, love it, love it. Thanks for asking. And so for those that don't know Rod, let me just at least give him a couple of nuggets here. He's he's a uh, an really an entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur that's built many multiple businesses and very successful ones. He's a philanthropist. He's passionate about real estate and helping others. I met Rod at a boot camp. I think our first one that we went to was in maybe Baltimore. And then I saw you yeah, again in Baltimore. LA. Then we went to a couple of your virtual boot camps. So I've been to many multiple rounds met with some of your students and your mastermind folks, partnered with a, a few of your mastermind. No kidding. Uh, I didn't know that. And essentially what I've learned about Rod is that he is one of those peak performance luminaries. He's really helpful giving back to others and making sure that the knowledge that he has, uh, that he has taken, a, has had his success helping others achieve that same is amazing. So Rod, you've built, you know, many multiple 24 businesses in your past 40, you know, year business career. You've made millions of dollars. You've also lost it and come back, which is amazing. Let me turn it over to you in okay. your own words. Tell us who you are and sure. what you do. And we'll just start a great conversation. Here. Sure, sure, sure. So I'm going to go a little off topic here. So, you know, you talked about mastermind and, and mm -hmm. I, let me just, I don't want to leave that topic. Sure. Just, just let, let's talk about that for just a second before I, and then I'll tell my story. So guys, Napoleon Hill in his book, Think and Grow Rich. And I've given away thousands of copies of that. In fact, Abel, you got a copy I've of one of my couple. boot camps because a couple you. of them. Yeah. Cause I give it away there because it's such an important work. And one of the things that he talks about is the mastermind. And anytime you get two like minds together, they create this third intangible third mind that's greater than the sum of the parts. So, 
you know, I, I belong to many masterminds. I now host my own, which Abel was talking about. I'm blessed to say, I'm pretty sure we've got the largest multifamily mastermind in the world with about 14 billion in assets represented by the members. In fact, we just met here in Sarasota about a month ago. But so I'm going to encourage you, those of you listening, if you're, you know, whatever your interests, wherever they lie, get around other people that want the same thing because, you know, a, a rising tide lifts all ships. We want to be around people that think what we think is hard is easy, right? So that's why a mastermind is so powerful. So just want to hammer that home before I move on. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, I used to do live events. <laughs> You've been to a couple of them and that's yeah, so cool. They're amazing. But, oh, I'm excited you, at some point to get back to them. Oh, me when, too. Whenever man. we start getting back to them. Me too. Yeah, I was supposed to have 800 people in Orlando and we all know what happened, you know, back in May of last year and freaking out. And so I had to innovate or pivot, you know, and, and maybe those of you listening or watching, maybe you're at a place in your life where you need to innovate or pivot right now. And don't be afraid of it. Just, just, you know, put on your creative hat and think about how you can make it better or do it better. And some of the best businesses in the, uh, you know, strongest businesses in the world were built in tough times. Now, like you said, I've built 24 businesses and I don't call them failures. I call them seminars. Several of those 24 have been worth tens of millions of dollars. Most have been spectacular flaming seminars. Okay. And so, you know, and, and, but, but the, the, the message there is, is not to fear failure. Okay. In fact, in, in fact, fear regret much more than failure. Fear being in the same place a year from now that you are right now, unless you freaking love where you are right now. But anyway, so I got off topic here. So, so my name's Rod Cleef. Immigrated to this country when I was six years old with my brother Albert, my mother's Vancha. I was born in the Netherlands in Holland, you know, wooden shoes and windmills and and uh, ended up in Denver, Colorado, where I lived for 30 years. And and we struggled. I, I'm going to tell you, uh, you know, I wore clothes from the Goodwill and the Salvation Army all the way through junior high school till I lied about my age of Burger King when I was 14 because I was tall and started flipping burgers so I could buy my own clothes. And I remember we, you know, we ate expired food. We had powdered milk with our cereal in the morning because that was cheaper than regular milk. And, you know, and I'm sure there may be somebody listening or watching right now that had it tougher than we did or maybe has had it tougher in the past. But see, I knew I wanted more. And luckily, my mom had an incredible work ethic. So she babysat kids so we'd have enough money to eat. And with her babysitting money, she became a bit of an entrepreneur. So she invested in the stock market and did well. But she also bought the house across the street from us when I was about 14 for about $30,000. And then when I was 17, she told me she'd made $20,000 in her sleep that had gone up in value that much. And I'm like, what? Screw college, mom. Sorry, I'm not going to college. I'm getting into real estate. I'm going to be rich in real estate. So yeah. I went out and got my real estate broker's license right when I turned 18. And yeah. which you which you could do back then with education. I wasn't just an agent. I was an actual broker. And so I was going to be rich selling other people's houses. Well, my first year in real estate, I made about eight grand. My second year, maybe 10, 12 grand. But my third year, I made over $100,000. And this is 1981 which was decent money back in 1981. So what happened between year two and year three that caused me to 10X my income? Well, what happened was I met a guy, I actually dated his daughter, that taught me about mindset and psychology and how really 80 to 90% of your success in anything is your mindset and your psychology. It's not the, the technical knowledge. If it was knowledge, there'd be a bunch of wealthy librarians and college professors out there, right? It's it's yeah. the do, it's the keep yeah. doing, it's the pushing yeah. through fear, it's the pushing through limiting beliefs, or, or maybe you're comfortable and the comfort zone's a warm place, but nothing freaking grows there, right? Mm -hmm. So so that's the, it, it's about mindset and psychology. And so 
you know, fast forward to today, I've owned over 2,000 houses I rented long term. I've owned thousands of apartment units. In 2006, my net worth went up $17 million while I slept. And moly, 2006, and $17 million. 17 million so bucks. It's like 8,300 bucks an hour if yeah. you do it and over, over a year. And of course, I did. And I got a head so big I could barely fit it through a door. And I thought I was a real estate god because I'd you know, made so much money in one year. And then, you know, when that happens and you get all cocky like that, sometimes God will give you a smackdown. Mm -hmm. And that was 2008 for me. I mm -hmm. lost, I lost $50 million in 2008. I lost everything. Um, so one of the things that I enjoy talking about, as you know, Abel, is the mindset it took to have 50 million to lose in the first place. Mm -hmm. But then the mindset, even as important, is the mindset it took to recover from losing it and to get back to the success that I'm blessed to have today. So I'm happy yeah. to drill down on that a little bit, if you like. I mean, you, you're familiar with what I do at my boot camps. And, and by yeah. the way, I've got one coming up in a week from Sat uh, on May 22nd and 23rd. Which um, I highly I, recommend. Thank you. Thank so you, I, brother. I went to, um, I spent, you know, thousands of dollars on multiple coaching sessions, real estate coaching. And what I did was, I didn't apply some of the same due diligence that we apply on our real estate to our education courses. And I went to a weekend seminar or a training event and they were talking about buying a bunch of real estate. And I was, I just signed up on Sunday. I go, here's $20,000. And, and I, I knew I wanted to do multifamily at that point, but I didn't ask about the curriculum. And 90% of it was, was single family and about 10% of it was commercial. And I did learn a, lo a lot of good nuggets through that process. However, when I realized when I went to yours, I go, oh, this is exactly what I wanted to do. Multifamily syndication, buying something bigger than we, we would have been able to buy it before. So I went to your course and I was like, this is my people and very open. It's a uh, great to network in. I met so many contacts throughout the many multiple events. The networking is is Almost, almost as good as your education, but the education. No, thank you. Point. No, no, it's sometimes uh, better. Mm -hmm. I will tell you. You know, at that last event you were at in L.A., I got goosebumps going out in the hallway, seeing hundreds of people in groups of oh, three yeah. or four networking. It was like, holy cow, this is exactly what I wanted to accomplish. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, I was pissed they weren't in the room. No, I'm kidding. But, but they, yeah. but they, they, you know, but, but it was incredible. The networking was incredible. But anyway, so I've got that coming up, and we do. We have a networking component uh, virtually. Mm -hmm. It's online. But here's the thing. I don't sell anything at this event. It's two days. It's Saturday and Sunday, the 22nd, 23rd. I don't sell anything there. And if you use, I'm going to give you a code. If you use this code, you can come for $97 and nothing's being sold. 18 hours of training, nothing being sold. It's kind of a duh. Seriously, if yeah. you're interested in this business. So if you uh, text the word multifamily, you know what you can do, Rod Live. Text Rod Live or multifamily to 72345, but then use the code Rod Friend. Okay. And if you use the code Rod Friend, or you can go to multifamilyvirtualbootcamp.com, multifamilyvirtualbootcamp.com, or text Rod Live or Multifamily, either one of those two, Multifamily, one word, Rod Live, one word, to 72345 and use the code Rod Friend. You come for $97. And, you know, uh, it's 18 hours. It's drinking through a fire hose. If you're serious about this business, I mean, it is, I, I've never had, a, I've had thousands of people now come virtually. I've never had a complaint other than the breaks are too short. I do 15 minute breaks every two or three hours. And trust me, they're harder on me than on you because I got to eat and pee and everything else in the 15 minutes, but you'll love it. And, and I mean, Abel, you've gone a couple of times, so, you know, yeah, you can you, certainly speak to it. You know, what's, what's amazing about 
these events, even for a hundred bucks, man, you're yeah. you're gonna get a thousand x the value, Thanks. literally in the education. But one of the things people always ask me is, which program should I do? Because I've done I've done like five or six of them. I'm in a few masterminds as well, mm -hmm. and I just took as much action as I possibly could. I went from it took me ten years to buy eight houses, Rod. I bought uh, eight, and then it went from eight to eight hundred doors. Nice. From 2018 to 2020, I invested passively in about 400 doors. Mm -hmm. We started being you know, an active GP. general partner principal. Now we're a uh, total G GP. We're in about 650 doors. I can't nice. believe we're invested in $100 million of commercial real estate. Nice. But every single coaching, training, education program <laughs> that I've gone to, every single one, whether I thought it was really great or just okay, I've met new partners that I've worked with that I've been you know, either they're invested with me or we're talking about deals. And the ultimate thing is you have to say yes. You can't look around and say, hey, I'm not going to go do that. I don't want to spend my time. I don't want to spend my effort, my energy. You have to do these things. If you want to do something you've never done before, you have to do things you've never done before, like attend some of these coaching programs, education. Go hang out with Rod. You want you want to learn how to you, you know make fifty million dollars. You want to learn what it you know how to avoid that loss, <laughs> and then you want to learn how to rebuild it again. That's where you know somebody like Rod. You just can't you can't get that education or knowledge from anybody else than the source. It's, but, hey, listen, it's just, I, I, they're amazing. I, I, let man. me hammer what you just said home. Can you yeah. can you allow me to share my screen for a second? Yeah, brother. Let me, uh, I don't know how, but let's, yeah, let's I think see. you have to make me a co-host. Okay. I'm going to do this, Rod. We'll or maybe it'll it let me hang on. Hang on. No, those? can you see it? Can you see oh, it? Yeah, it says I'm sharing. Oh, so these sharing? are some yeah, of the yeah. boot camps I've gone to guys. Okay. <laughs> these are some of the boot camps I've gone to, you know, this isn't even all of them, you know? And so, so guys, learners are earners. And so if you can't see this, if you're just hearing this, it's a picture of me with my arms out and I have about 200 lanyards with name tags from events that I've gone to over the years. And it's again, it's not even all of them, but just in light of what Abel just yeah. said, you know, I never went to college. My college is books and, 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 and courses like this. I think college fails a lot of people, but yeah, I, I, my focus, you know, is adding as much value like you, Abel is adding as much value as I possibly can. And, and that's why I don't sell anything. They're like, yeah, you do this for 97 bucks. You don't sell anything. I don't think that's true, but that's bull, but, but it's not BS. It's real because, because sure, I have a coaching program and it costs a lot more than $97. And, but I don't, I'm not shoving it down your throat. If you want to call and set up a call with my team, do it. If not, that's cool too, but you'll get so much information and networking and everything else at the event that it, you know, that's just the way the world works. And I mean, you can yeah. see behind me here, there's some of the hundreds of thank you cards I've gotten behind my green screen. My whole wall's covered with them from students. I literally get probably five to 10 of them a day of, of thank yous. And somebody just today retired from their job. One of my students just retired, Mandy, just retired from her job today. And, uh, and so I just got that this morning and it's just that's such awesome. a gift. And I know you get this love too, brother, just yeah, from well, yeah, what congratulations you on everything. And, and, uh, yeah. it's, it's been super helpful and vice versa, uh, yeah. your coaching students and, and people and network and community. It's, it's great to be a part it, of it. So it, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And, and that's why you and I are addicted to it, you know, because yeah. we get, yeah, we yeah. get the love, we get the feedback and it's why my wife puts up with me working on Sundays. But anyway, yes, back sir. to my story. Let me, let me, if you'll allow me, let me share the goal setting process that I go through 
if if you do if you can't make it to my boot camp on the twenty sure that'd be amazing. I'd, yeah, uh, okay. that'd be amazing. <laughs> People, uh, let me and preface it uh, one second, Rod. So yeah, when you think about our listeners, I think we've got two different uh, groups of, of folks, probably among many other classifications, but at least two that are some are doing deals today. They're in their first, they're in their second, they're in their third or fourth deal. And we're trying to be around others that uh, have already been there, done that, leading deals, putting them together, finding funding, financing, and building teams, right, to go do that. The other half of our of our listeners are just passive investors. Mm -hmm. They want to get there. They want to learn how this, is, how this works mm -hmm. so that they can feel confident in investing. So as you're setting the, the goals or they're talking about your goal setting exercise, which is amazing. I've been through it many multiple times. Yeah, just kind of frame it in those two. I think well, that yeah, will, no, no. That let, will help let me just listeners. let me preframe it right now. But let me say this as well. You know, I'm I'm, I'm another shameless plug, but it's the re reality. If you're going to give your hard-earned money to someone, you should learn what it is you're investing in. If it's going to be the stock market, then for God's sakes, study the stock market. If it's going to mm -hmm. be multifamily, you want to passively invest in a multifamily yeah. deal. For God's sakes, come to my boot camp and spend some time learning the business so that you can you, you can see if an operator you know, is, 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 uh, you know, really knows what they're doing. You have, you have, a, you have an understanding of, of what to ask and, and the questions to ask and what to look for, because, you know, there are some skinny deals being done right now. You see this, Abel, you're investing final on a deal and you're like scratching your head when you see what they end up buying it for. And you're like, how yeah. the hell can they make those numbers work? And so, you know, you don't want to be on the other end of that investing in a deal like that, that's not going to give the returns or worse is going to lose money. So, you know, again, come spend a couple of days with me, but let's talk about goal setting because, you know, how the heck are you going to get anything if you don't know what it is, right? With clarity, you need to know what it is that you want. And so, you know, you, and you've got to have what Napoleon Hill calls a burning desire. Okay. You've got to really want it. That's what's going to get you to push through the fear and push through any limiting beliefs that you have or get uncomfortable to, to grind for a few years. Like most people won't to live the rest of your life. Like most people can't. And that's, and that's why I, that's the first thing I do at my boot camps. Now, by the way, if you can't attend my boot camp, DM me on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn or wherever, Twitter, whatever. And I'll send you a link to this because I did this on January 2nd. I do it every year around the first or the second. I do this goal setting workshop with music. There's a free download of a goal setting guide you can download. So if you can't make the bootcamp, then just DM me and I'll get you the link to that. And you can, and I'll guide you through this process. It takes about an hour and 15 minutes. But what I want to do is just give you a high level overview of what we do. So what you do is you pick an hour when you have a lot of energy, okay? You make sure you're hydrated, you drink your water, you don't do it right after you have a meal, and you sit down and write down everything you could ever want in life, okay? The big things, the little things, the jewelry, the clothes, the houses, the boats, the jet skis, the planes, the motorcycles, all the stuff, and take the lid off your brain. Imagine if you write it down, you're going to get it, which is not outside the realm of reality. Take the lid off your brain because... You know, I will give you an example of this. When I was 18, I lived in Denver, but I knew I wanted to live on the beach, okay? And there's no beach in Denver. Well, maybe Cherry Creek Reservoir has a little bit of a beach, but but no real beach. And so I knew that I wanted to live on the beach, so I visualized living on the beach for 20 freaking years, the palm trees, the surf, the sand. And I and 20 years later, I built this $8 million 
three-story mansion on the beach. I own the beach on one side. I had the, my boat lifts on the backside. It was called a Gulf to Bay home. It's magnificent, but it was unthinkable when I was 18. So yeah. I don't want you to limit yourself. If you want a yacht, a jet, a private island, whatever it is, write it down. So write down everything you could want. Write down how much cash flow you want from your real estate, say in three years, and then maybe how much cash flow you want to have in 10 years. Write down how much cash you want in the bank, say in three or four years, and how much you want in 10 years. And put specific specific numbers down because, you know, I used to have this sign above my bed that said 100000 a month. Well, I'm going to tell you that I've added two zeros to that and it's up there now, right? My wife hates it because it's in our freaking bedroom, but it says a million a month. <laughs> and and, and, and so, so the point, is, or maybe that's one zero, that's one zero. But anyway, so the point is, you know, I do this because it freaking works. Okay. The 100000 yeah. I've eclipsed that times, times three or four or five. But the point is this stuff works. So write down how much money you want. Write down also all the things that you want to do in this lifetime, okay? Maybe you want to, you know, the places you want to travel. I've got a travel vision board. Maybe uh, excursions you want to take, a safari. Maybe you want to climb every mountain over 14,000 feet. Maybe you want to jump out of a perfectly good airplane. I've done that. I won't ever do it again, but it's off my bucket list, right? So write yeah, down I, everything. I got you it once. Do. It was amazing. And yeah, I'm not sure I, if I'll go back. I won't it. do it again. I, if they'd have told me to wear a helmet, I probably would have enjoyed it because it was just so uncomfortable on my, anyway, on my face, I digress. But, but anyway, so, so write down everything you want to do. Also write down everything you want to learn in this lifetime. So it's not just the stuff. It's everything you want to do, be, or have. So write down everything you want to learn. You want to learn a foreign language, write it down. You want to write a book, write it down. You want to learn a multifamily, for God's sakes, come spend a couple days with me. Whatever it is, write that down. Hello, hello. You're listening to the Five Talents Podcast. I'm your host, Abel Pacheco. If you're enjoying this podcast, then I know you're serious about achieving financial freedom. Are you ready to create your own path through multifamily investing for yourself and your family? Then I know you're gonna appreciate our investor's guide to multifamily investing. It's titled Tackling Commercial Real Estate the Easy Way. We use this guide to invest ourselves in $93 million worth of real estate. So we're gonna show you the basic mechanics of multifamily syndications and how to evaluate your next passive investment opportunity. So the best part, if you subscribe to our podcast now, leave us a review and a rating. I'm going to give you a free copy of our ebook. So please take a moment to do that now. Once you've done that, go to 5tcre.com forward slash ebook, 5tcre.com forward slash ebook. Make sure to let us know you left a review and we're going to send you a free copy. So thank you so much for subscribing to the Five Talents Podcast. We really appreciate it. Then lastly, write down who you want to help. We will do more for others than we'll ever do for ourselves. And, and, and again, you want to use this. So, it, you know, like I bought my parents a house here in Florida on a canal when my dad was alive, bought him a car, took him on cruises. Who do you want to do something for? Write it down. Once you can't think of another thing, I want you to put a time limit on each goal. Okay. And by the way, if you're analytical and you're sitting there writing the goals down, don't stop and think about each one. Just keep writing. You can always scratch them out later. Don't analyze them. Just keep writing. Don't let the pen leave the paper. And you just, I mean, every possible thing you could possibly ever want, you want to write down. But anyway, then you want to put a time limit on each goal because that makes it real. So put how many years it's going to take you to achieve it. Put a one, a three, a five, even a 10 or a 20. Like I said, that house on the beach was unthinkable when I was young, but 20 years later, I had it. So 
So put a time limit on each goal. You know, see, as human beings, we'll overestimate what we can do in a year and massively underestimate what we can do in 5, 10, 20 years, as evidenced by my example there. And by the way, these examples I'm going to give you about me personally, please know I'm not bragging because I'm just hoping to inspire you to what's possible. Please know that. Okay. Now, um, once you've got a time limit on each goal, I want you to pick your number one goal. I mean, that goal when you get it like, oh my God, this is freaking amazing. You know, you've arrived when you achieve that goal. And if you've got two or three that are equally exciting, just pick one. It won't matter. Put it on a separate sheet of paper. Then I want you to pick your top three one-year goals and and put those on a separate sheet of paper. Leave room. And like I said, if you if you go to my Rod Cleef official page, I did this on January 2nd, and, and you'll get this goal-setting worksheet you know, that we hand out at my boot camps as well. And it's all written out for you. But otherwise, just put these four goals on a separate sheet of paper, leave room in between them. Now, at this point, you are ahead with your four goals, with this much time that you spent on this, you're ahead of 99.9% of the people on the planet that'll do a New Year's resolution and 67 or 70% of them are forgotten by February. Okay. But there's a couple more really important steps. The goals are important. The goals will drive you. They'll push you. They'll pull you. And they're really important. But why the goals are an absolute must is the most important piece. You need to write down why you must achieve each one of those goals. And here's what's important. Use emotionally charged words. Words are incredibly powerful if you use them. Words like amazing and beautiful and incredible because they'll move you. And so you might write, so I can show my kids what incredible success looks like. So I can show my wife what it means to live a life of abundance, you know, so that we can have the freedom, freedom to do whatever we want, whenever we want, wherever we want, bring whoever we want, you know, whatever's going to juice you, write it down. Okay. And take time with this because truly it's the why that's going to get you to take action, get you to get up early, stay up late, do whatever you have to do to make this happen because, you know, you don't want regret. And so you, you've written down why it has to happen. I want you to put some pain in there if you don't achieve the goal. I want you to make it painful. You want to say, so I don't feel like a failure. So I don't fail my kids. So I don't fail my husband or wife. So I don't live a life of regret. Why? Because as human beings, we'll do more to avoid pain than gain pleasure. And this is the fuel to get you to freaking take action. This is yeah. what gives you that burning desire yeah. so that you go make it happen so you don't have any regrets. You know, there was a nurse in Australia, a hospice nurse. So she took care of patients at the end of their lives. Her name was Bronnie Ware. And she asked him a question. And the question was, do you have any regrets? And, you know, she wrote a book about it. It's called The Five Regrets of Dying. You know what the number one regret was? And you've heard this, Abel, so you know this. But it was it was not living the life I could have lived, living someone else's life, not doing what I know I'm capable of. Guys, fear regret much more than you fear failure. You know, I, I, I met, uh, we were talking about the importance of masterminds. And I met Sarah Blakely, the billionaire owner of Spanx at a mastermind that I belong to. It was a digital marketing mastermind. Um, and I met her and she told me that she, her dad used to ask her and her brother once a week, what have you failed at this week? And I thought, man, that is such a freaking awesome question to ask your kids so they don't fear failure because we fail our way to success, right? That's, that's really how it works. I mean, again, I've had 24 businesses. Most have failed seminars. Mm -hmm. Okay. But, but, but here I am, you know, because we learn, we grow, we become better from each failure. That $50 million seminar, you know, it sucked, but I learned a lot. Okay. I learned, I learned to study demographics and, and, and a lot of other things that, that have impacted, you know, the success of my multifamily journey. 
So you've written down your positive and negative reasons why the last thing you must do is you must make declarations and you must get pictures of your goals. If you look behind my green screen, you can kind of see it on the floor there. I've got my vision boards. That's my travel vision board right there on the floor. I've got vision boards for everything that's important to me. I've got pictures in my, you know, I'll show you that in a second, actually. But let me give you some public examples of what I'm talking about here. Um, Jim Carrey is a great example. When he was flat broke, wrote himself a check for $10 million. He used to go up by the Hollywood sign and he would look at it and visualize cashing it. And that's how much money he made for Dumb and Dumber. Uh, another, another more recent example is Demi Lovato. When she was unknown 10 years ago, posted in social media, one day I'm going to sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Not this last one, the one before. Go watch and see who sang it. You know, uh, another great example is um, around visualization is is, uh, Walt Disney story. When Epcot Center was built, Roy Disney, Walt Disney had already died and Roy Disney was there for the grand opening. That was the last park they built here in Disney World here in Orlando. And a reporter went up to Roy Disney and said, you know, it's a shame Walt didn't get to see this. And Roy looked at him and said, and this is a famous quote, you can Google this, said, you know, the only reason you're seeing this is because Walt saw this. You know, Olympic athletes, for example, they visualize a race before they do it because it's been proven to enhance results. Okay, so so anyway, get pictures of your goals. I'll give you some personal examples for me. When I was 18, I got my real estate broker's license and I was going to be rich selling other people houses. Well, I got a four-door car because I figured I had to have a four-door to go show people houses. So I got this bone freaking ugly Ford Granada bench seat in the front, just a real piece of crap. Well, I told you about that guy that taught me about mindset. Well, he, I, I was dating his daughter, so I was at their house a lot. He had Corvettes. He had Lincoln Continental. They had snowmobiles, jet skis. I mean, just stuff I'd never seen before. A three-car garage, just incredible stuff. Well, he let me drive one of his Corvettes. And I'm yeah. like, oh my God, this is freaking amazing. So I got a picture. This is before internet had been thought of. I got a picture out of a magazine of a Corvette and I put it on the visor of my Granada. So every time I sat in the car, it was right there in front of me. Within a year or two, I had a Corvette. And I'm going to give you some more examples, but again, I'm not trying to brag because this stuff doesn't even really interest me anymore, but I'm hoping to inspire you to what's possible. So this is back when the TV show Magnum PI was out. Um, actor's name was Tom Selleck. He was a detective in Hawaii. And that was the first time I'd seen an exotic car. And he drove a Ferrari 308. And I'm like, holy shit, that is amazing. And so I got a picture of that actual car. And I put it on the visor of my Corvette. Within a year or two, I had a Maserati look just like it. Last example. I'm the guy that always wanted a Lamborghini. And I had posters in my room growing up. And it was the Countach was the model back then. The one that Mike Tyson bought him and his wife. They were married for, I think, two weeks. <laughs> matching white ones. <laughs> anyway, But anyway, what's interesting is my son collected models of exotic cars. And I actually have the model. It's over in the other building here in my compound. He had a model of the exact same color and style Lamborghini that I ended up getting. But so in fact, let me show you something. You've seen this, Abel. This is my planner. Okay. It's on today. We're recording this on May 13th. In the back of this thing, I've got pictures that have been in here for 20 years. Okay. Now the first pictures are my gratitude pictures. Like behind the green screen here, I've got a gratitude vision board as well. Why? Because everything starts from gratitude. So these are pictures of my kids when they were young. Those of you listening can't see this. They're in plastic. They've literally been in here for 20, actually 22 years. So pictures of my kids when they were young. But then I've got pictures of the stuff that I wanted. Like this top picture looks just like that house I had on the beach. I had 10 foot high glass like that, all butt together. I had travertine floors. Now, I lost that house and all the craziness, okay, I, with the divorce and with 08 and everything else that happened. 
But what's crazy is I own a compound now. I've got six buildings. I've got a, a big main house. I've got a beautiful two-bedroom guest house. My daughter's staying in it right now. I've got a media building with a video studio that we built for me to do my events. And, and because God's got a sense of humor, I can see my old my old uh, house across the bay. Literally, it's right out my backyard. It's just hilarious. But what's fascinating is you guys can't see this on iTunes, but uh, Abel, see those two white walls in the pictures there? You see the two white yeah. walls in those lower yeah, pictures? Yeah. Okay, behind me is my backyard. See the white wall? Is that freaking crazy? <laughs> it's the exact same wall that I had in these pictures. And then I've got, you know, what else have I got in here? Oh, stupid stuff like watches. I got a few hundred thousand dollars worth of watches that I thought was important at the time. There's a Lamborghini before I ever got it. Okay, a Rolls Royce Bentley. All these things that I got that I again, again at one time I thought were important, but I got them because I had pictures. So those of you analytical ones going, oh, for God's sakes, let's get on with the real estate stuff. I'm here to tell you this is more freaking important than the real estate stuff because yeah. this is how you get it. Anyway, I'll get for, off my for, soapbox, uh, brother. No, yeah. it's okay, man. I uh, I'm super pumped. I'm excited. I'm ready to run through some brick walls talking <laughs> to you and hanging out with you. So I don't I don't mind it at all. I keep attending and I'll keep coming because of your passion and excitement and your genuineness to uh, genuine sincerity to help, help other people. Oh, so I'm excited you. for it. Thank and uh, at the same, you know, in the same time to, to kind of contrast it, right. As I share my story and I've tried to talk about pain a little bit, it, you know, it, it's not even real, real pain that the way you described it, the fear of, of regret is it should be way higher than the fear of failure. Sure. That's the, probably the biggest pain I could, I could foresee if I didn't change something. Those, those 10 years to buy eight houses, I had a limiting belief and I bought my first house when I was 26. I kept that same mindset from 26 to What was your limiting belief? Do you mind sharing I, it? Or I just thought I, I, didn't, I wasn't worthy. I wasn't a, a, yeah. uh, the person to yeah. buy a bigger deal than a single right. family house. You didn't and deserve it. Yeah. I didn't I, deserve I felt it. Like I, I wasn't couldn't good make enough. it happen. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't know how to, well, I just didn't even think about that big of a number. Even though I had read some books, hey, this is how to buy an apartment complex. I read Ken McElroy's The ABCs oh, yeah. of Real Good Estate guy. Investing, and uh, w- w- looked at looked at that book right after Kiyosaki's book, and and then I just you know ended up being in this uh, frame of reference or frame of mind. When I was 26, I had five grand in the bank, and that's what I put down as my down payment. I kept that same mindset for 12 years. Did and you did you buy your multifamily after uh, after one of my boot camps? I mean, is that when it's did that kind of did was, that play a role at all? Uh, did you it, already it definitely? Have some? I already had some rolling you into your first some. boot camp. Okay. Okay. How, okay. However, however, one of your uh, mastermind guys, Devin Elder, was mm-hmm. essentially the end of one of the individuals that helped me uh, in that path. I invested passively once, his- twice, okay. three times. Uh, that's along the path when I started taking education and getting after it. Now, uh, I'll say the first one, uh, I had uh, 120 plus units. We partnered with three individuals. We, we raised a couple million dollars and we went mm-hmm. and did that deal. But after that, I kind of going in, I go, man, this is where I want to be. Mm-hmm. And it definitely increased my network, more investors, more potential partners, visibility, exposure to, to do the next four or five deals, right? It's just yeah, nice. It's, it's amazing. Nice, yeah. nice. So you know, um, let me talk about a couple other things. I want to add as much value as I can, brother, because yeah. that I, I know that's what you're all about. So the next thing I want to talk about is leadership. 
I know if you're li- if you're watching or listening to Abel right now, you're a leader, okay? And right now, more than ever, the world needs leaders. Don't get me started on the political scene, but but we need leaders. And so it's really important that you pay attention to your focus. Focus is power. So make sure you're bringing in the good stuff. Don't get caught up in CNN or the, you know the news. The news isn't there to isn't there to inform us. It's there to startle and scare us. So beware of that and bring in the good stuff. You know my podcast. I do these own your power clips. They're motivational clips. They're five minutes. Even if you're not interested in the multifamily, you'll get value from those. But I'll go on YouTube and and watch heartwarming stories or, or, you know, I'll go on there and I'll watch service people coming home to their kids or things like that that warm my heart and and bring in the good stuff, the motivation, so much motivational content out there because you have to stand guard at your mind and, and, and keep the bad stuff out because your focus is so important. Whatever you focus on, both positive or negative, is going to get bigger, okay? Negative will get bigger too if that's where your head is. So mm-hmm. just pay attention to that, really important. So that's number one. Number two, I want to talk about peer group, if you'll allow me for just a moment. Please. Who you, who you hang out with, we talked about this in the mastermind, who you hang out with is who you become. So most people default to a peer group that's like they're, the people they work with or the people they went to school with. They don't proactively think about that like you do, Abel, by going to my boot camps and other events like I do as well. I want to be around people that are making things happen, that aren't going to yeah. be afraid of my success, that aren't going to you know hold me back because of their jealousy or fear. you know. And sometimes those people are family. And I would tell you, love your family, but choose your peers. Be very cognizant about who you select. And if I could just add one thing before I forget about goals, because otherwise I'll forget. You know, I talked about that house on the beach that I built, okay? And this place was freaking magnificent. I mean, I had a giant waterfall from the second floor balcony into the pool. You had to walk through the waterfall to get in the pool. Pools in magazines. I had these trees that I spent tens of thousands of dollars that bent out over the pool and then went up. I, you know, the pool changed colors at night. They uh, had big spiral staircase up through the middle of the house. On the second floor, I had an aquarium built. With a supplemental aquarium in my office, those aquariums cost me almost $200,000. So that gives you an idea of the house. So two mo- I worked for this thing for 20 freaking years, okay? That's how long I worked for this goal. I mean, I'm, I'm not regretting it, but that's what I did. Two months after I moved in, two months, I'm floating in the pool at night. My family's inside sleeping, and I'm looking up at this testament to my ego. You know, we talked about limiting beliefs and fear, and my limiting belief was I wasn't good enough. So I built this house to prove the world I was good enough. Okay, that's the truth of it. And I'm looking up at this thing. Two months after I moved in, and I got depressed. And I don't mean just a little bummed. I mean, I was really bummed. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I've just achieved success like times a thousand and, and I want to share this with your, your listeners and your viewers because this is just so important. The goals are important. You need them. But, but the goals aren't what's going to make you happy. What makes you happy is continual progress and growth. And so I didn't know what I was going to do next. Like the good book says, without a vision, the people perish. I didn't have a vision for the future. So I didn't know what I was going to do next. So that was one thing that was going on. The second thing that was going on is you should never achieve a big, well, that, this kind of ties into that. You should never achieve a big goal without having other goals lined up behind it. You know, a same, same thing. And, and that's why, you know, when I, at my boot camps, I teach this planning process about progress and growth, how you have to celebrate anything that you got done on a weekly basis because you're going to have setbacks and delays. And if you're acknowledging your progress, you'll be happy. So it's really important. But the big thing that was going on was I'd been totally focused on Rod. 
rod, 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 show the world I'm good enough, show the world I matter. And so I went out and bought a bunch of books and, you know, cause I'm, I'm not the kind of guy that's going to lay on a couch and go through counseling and all that. Not that I'm against it. I did it after my divorce, but the point is that's just not, you know, my personality type. And so I went out and bought, you know, Dale Carnegie. I got uh, Zig Ziglar, Tom Hopkins, Tony Robbins. And I started reading Tony's book and I'm like, holy cow, this is good stuff. So I went and saw him live. This is 21, 22 years ago. And I found out that he fed families for the holidays. And, and I'm like, wow, what a concept. Do something for someone else instead of just for Rod. And so went back, went to Denver actually for Thanksgiving. This, we do it for Christmas now mostly, but for Thanksgiving. And I told my brother, let's go feed five families. So we went to his church and found out, asked them who really needs help. Third family changed my life. We went up to this, this, this building. It was a fourplex, but it was a real crappy design. It's called a row house, I think. But you go into the front door, into the living room. You walk through the bedroom to get to the kitchen. So there's no hallway. You got to walk through the bedroom to get to the kitchen, which has the bathroom off it. So it's a crappy one bedroom. Well, lady was in there with five kids. She comes out. She sees we bought toys for the kids, which frozen turkey boxes, two couple boxes of food. She sees all this on the porch and she starts crying. Her kids come out. The older ones start crying. I start crying and I'm freaking hooked. And I'm blessed to say now, Abel, over the last 22 years, we've now fed over 100,000 kids here. And I'm not saying this to brag. Please know this. I'll tell you why I'm saying this in a second, but we've also done tens of thousands of backpacks filled with school supplies. Crazy to me. We live in the greatest country on earth and kids don't have basic supplies for school. You know, I've done tens of thousands of teddy bears filled with put it for officers to put in their cars, you know, when they encounter a child that's been traumatized. And, you know, Tony Robbins calls this the science of achievement versus the art of fulfillment, how, how you can have achievement, but not be fulfilled. And that's really where I was. And it's been the greatest gift in my life. And again, I'm not telling you this to brag, but I know if you're listening to Abel, you may be young and have blood dripping from your teeth and you want this so freaking bad. Well, I'm here to tell you, you know, incorporate giving back right now. Don't say I'll do it when I have money because you get it back a hundredfold. I told you, I do my boot camps for $97. I don't make any real money, $97 a head, but I give so much value. People are like, you know what? I want to work with this guy. So they end up, in my coaching program, my coaching students now, I've been teaching for under four years. We're all, I'm pretty sure we're now over 45,000 units owned. I'm really freaking proud of that. And so, you know, the point is what you give, you get back. And so I would encourage you, you know, we've been taught to achieve, to be happy. I'm here, I'm here to tell you, if you give back and incorporate giving back right now, you're happily achieving. And, yeah. and you're going to get there faster. Now, you don't do it for that reason, but you're going to get there faster and you'll be happier because you'll be fulfilled. You know, I've interviewed, I'm, I'm about to break 11 million downloads on my podcast. I think next week, actually, oh, real proud of that, yeah. uh, which is mind blowing to me. But, but I've interviewed billionaires on my show, mega millionaires, and I can tell if they're like I was back then because I see it. Some of them are good at hiding it and I feel sad for them because they haven't evolved to realize that. You know, we're put on this earth to give back everything in this universe that that anything that doesn't contribute is actually eliminated. You know, we've, we've got two hands, one to pull ourselves up and one to pull someone else up underneath us. So I just want to share that before I forget. So thank you, Rod. It's been amazing interviewing you, brother. It's been amazing thank hanging out. And on a personal you. level, I just want to tell you, thank you very much. Your personality, the individual that you are, the community that you build, your network, has absolutely helped me achieve a lot of the success that I've had. So thank you.
Oh, my really pleasure, brother. Sincerely Thank appreciate you. it. And then hearing some of the the ways that you give back, I kind of I'm, I'm reminded uh, it's so important. I, I remember my grandma. My grandma would uh, at I don't know seventy something years old was climbing on the back and jumping on the back of eighteen uh, wheeler trucks to like l- grab crates of food and wow. go from the food bank to kind of go feed wow. some you know people wow. that were in need. And I remember when I was a little kid, I would look at my grandma like, Grandma, are you, you know, you need to be careful. What are you doing? All this heavy lifting and, and you know, there's crates of food and she's helping people, you know, get, get fed. And she, I just remember her saying like, no, oh, no, no this it. is what, this is the important stuff. Like you, we need to go oh, do more it. of this. And she was not in a financially, you know, posi- financial right. position to kind right. of do things. But that was her way of of giving the time, effort, and energy, and to be able to to scale that up, uh, you know, to to your level, it's just amazing. I, those are inspiring stories. It's, and it's I, a I gift, man. It's a gift. It's 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 a gift to me, you know. And by the way, I formed a foundation. I cover all yeah. the operational expenses and then some. So every dime goes to the food. But if you're interested in donating, I, I let me throw a plug in there because I never mm-hmm. do this. I never bring it up. Go but it, it. if you text Tiny Hands. To, to one word, tiny hands to seven, two, three, four, five. It's a direct link to, to the website and you can donate and 22 bucks feeds a family. So, you know, I'd be, I'd be grateful for any help. I paid for it all myself up until awesome. 2008. I mean, I did, I fed 1500 families in 2008 it was 50 grand out of my pocket. But then at, and when the world crashed, I, st- I formed this foundation. Now I still pay a lot. I mean, I, every time somebody comes to the boot camp, I, I feed a family out of my pocket. So, yeah. so, you know, there, there you go. Um, but anyway, um, that's good, man. It's good. Yeah. To hear, thanks buddy. So well, tiny hands um, to seven, two, three, four, five, if you're interested. Thanks. I Absolutely. And Rod, we wrap up. Is there any other place we should go to to get get connected to your world? No, any, I mean, again, you- my, my you're going to put this out before my boot camp. If you come spend a couple of days with me, I promise you, you'll be glad you did. Even if even if you're just thinking multifamily, if you're just thinking real estate in general, you'll get so much information. And again, it's drinking through a fire hose. I mean, I got the manual here. It's all content. And again, nothing being sold. So, you know, text Rod Live to 72345 or text multifamily is one word to 72345 and use the code Rod Friend to come for 97 bucks. Um, but yes, uh, but anyway, there- no, that's pretty much it. If you, if you uh, I, my website has a bunch of free stuff and that would be uh, real estate with Rod. It's rodcleaf.com, but nobody can spell my name. So real estate with Rod takes you right there. Lots yeah. of free content. Of course, my podcast, Lifetime Cashflow really proud of that just mind-blowing how many downloads we've have had. a couple copies always recommended as one of those books that you, it's a tactical uh and very detailed uh book on it, all the different a to z on multifamily so i appreciate it and Thank uh, you, is there anything else we didn't cover today that you're hoping to any something no. you're hoping i asked we didn't get to it Feel good. Hearts and mind no, are clear, my friend. No, I think we're good, brother. I mean, we could certainly talk technical multifamily until I'm yeah. blue in the face. I'm, I'm, we'll I'm get a bunch I started, I started to do clubhouse recently. I did one a couple of days ago and I'm going to do hey. that tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I saw I started, you a couple of times. I, yeah. I actually, I was on from December till like, it's March. such a time really suck. Hard. It's and such a kinda, time suck. I had to pull oh back God. for about a month. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a real time suck, but I've decided I'm going to do it. I, just to add value, you know, life is about adding value, so I'm I'm going to do it. Well, go connect um, no, with Rod yeah. there on Clubhouse as well. Yeah. Rod, it's been amazing. Thank you oh, so thanks, much, brother. brother. Really appreciate you, it. Friend. Yes, sir. And now, again, my name is Abel Pacheco. I am the host of Five Talents Podcast. If you heard something today that provided you some value, which I know you got, 
Go to our podcast, subscribe, rate, and review. Leave a written review. Also mention you heard, go to Rod's podcast, mention you heard him on ours. That would be amazing. And I'd be blessed to, to hear that and uh, appreciate your time. See you on the next show. Rod, thank you very much. Thank you, brother. Great to see you, man. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Five Talents Podcast with your host, myself, Abel Pacheco. Each week, we're going to bring you interviews from industry experts and commercial real estate investors who followed their dreams and achieved massive success. Before you leave, let me ask you a few questions. Did you enjoy this episode? Did you learn something valuable? Was your mind stretched to what's possible and what you can achieve? Do you want other experts just like the one you heard today? If you answered yes to any or all of those questions, then please take a moment to subscribe to the Five Talents Podcast, give us a five-star rating, and most importantly, leave us a written review. Tell us what you liked, tell us your favorite guests, give us any feedback. I'm excited to learn and improve so you can get a more valuable show. So thank you again for subscribing to the Five Talents Podcast.